0: Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast.
1: Be sure to subscribe, like this week's episode, and share with a friend. Now
0: let's get into this week's
1: episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All All Things Things Melanin Podcast, Podcast. where your certified
0: hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Now let's get into our guest segment Dreams and Connections. So this segment is catered to our go-getters going after their dreams and killing it in their industry. Today we want to introduce to you Anna Agogo, founder and creative director of Black Pod Collective. BPC provides support, visibility and educational resources to ensure that our community has the tools needed to start, grow
1: and sustain our platforms. Anna is the founder and chief creative officer of Black Pod Collective, BPC an organization created to fill the void of adequate representation for African Americans within the podcast in- industry. Anna created BPC as a result of her own need for community when developing her podcast in 2017. Anna has a background in marketing and production and a passion for bringing people together. Anna founded Black Pod Collective in 2019 shortly after being laid off and seeing the gap within the industry. Anna's main goal is to ensure The African-American podcast community has the tools needed to be competitive within the industry. But before we get started, Ana, I have to ask you, what's good? What's popping? What's happening? How are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm always happy to be on new platforms. It's like, ooh, hi guys. I know.
1: It's just a great way to connect and to learn and to network and different things like that. So we're so happy to have you on and that you joined us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we've got to ask
0: you first and foremost, let us know how did you actually start in podcasting? How'd you get started?
2: So for me, I got started honestly. Um, So at the time, it was what, 2017. Mm -hmm. I was working 13, 14 hour days and I started like listening to podcasts here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, A girlfriend of mine had started it. I didn't really know much about it. And I was more of one of those people who like, I'm that weirdo who like drives in silence. So I'm that person who's like, I'm using this time to just prepare for where I'm getting to. Um, And so podcasting for me was like, okay, well, well, let's see what this is about. And as I got into it, I was like, "Okay, wait, this is kind of interesting," and I felt like I had a story to share. So I originally kind of dived into it because of the fact that I wanted to start my own podcast about my experience. I work in healthcare, and mm-hmm. I'm a two-time cancer survivor, and I had been experiencing wow. people who um, were needing more like support because as you get older, I had cancer when I was 16 mm-hmm. and 17, but like nobody talks about like what your body goes through as you get yeah. older and having to like really kind of navigate that. Like things just don't work the way they're supposed to.
1: Okay. Um,
2: and so I wanted to kind of create a podcast to discuss some of those challenges. Mm-hmm. And I really just started, like, I'm a researcher. I'm that person who like, I want to know everything before yeah. I like spend any money oh, yeah. or <laughs> spend all of it. my time because my girlfriend was always like, well, I got to hurry up and go, you know, edit my podcast. I was like, this seems like it's a lot of work. I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, every time we out, you talk with like, somebody. I gotta go release this podcast. I was like, this doesn't sound fun. <laughs> this sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's really how I dived into it. Like it was just really wanting to create a community to support. Yeah. And I just fell in love from there.
1: Okay. Cool. That's cool, cool. That's amazing. That's amazing because I think that you hit on something that's really important. Is that like a lot of podcasts? You know, tell a story and you have something to share. So for those people out there wondering how can podcasts be more than a hobby? Like what does it take to like, take your podcast to the next level?
2: Um, to take your podcast to the next level, I think it's, it's twofold. Okay. Um, I think oftentimes we always focus on the people on the mic. Like everybody thinks they should be on the mic. Yeah. And I quickly learned for myself is that I actually enjoy more sort of the production portions of it than mm-hmm. anything else. And so for me, it's like, okay, you have to look at one, what are your strong suits? And like, you know, when I started it, it was like, yeah, I want to share my story. And then I started learning. I was like, oh my God, I don't think I like to talk as much as I thought I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, every 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 week I have to say something like, I I don't have anything to say this week. Like the story is over. It ended, I'm (laughs) fine now, all right. You want to look at the full picture. And so what that means is looking at the full process of podcasting and finding out what elements do you really enjoy. So for some people that could be sound engineering. Well, you need to perfect that and you need to create a portfolio for yourself. Same thing with production. You need to perfect that and then create a portfolio for yourself and take it to that next level. Now, if it's as a host, It's different because as a host, then it becomes about the show you currently have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That means finding out one, what does your audience need? And I think sometimes as podcasters, we have a tendency to look at, well, I have a story to share. Well, who wants to hear that story? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the community you need to talk to. You don't need to be talking to the C, but you need to be talking to the actual people who want to hear that. Yeah, And so I always tell people, once you figure out your audience, or my favorite saying is you find your niche, your audience will find you.
0: Right.
2: And so it's about laying out that foundation and doing it over time. Now, granted, I know we sometimes see like the Joe Rogan zone and all these other people who have made it to huge heights, what looks like really quickly, but they have this huge team behind them. Yes. Whereas most indie podcasters, it's just you. And if you have a co-host, it's just the two of you. Right. And that's it. And so it's setting up those realistic expectations, but going ahead and creating what I call a highlight reel. So like, prime example, MailChimp is about to roll out podcasting. I'm still trying to figure out like what that's going to look like, but that's something really big. You're seeing a lot of advertisements and jobs out there from MailChimp saying that they're looking for hosts. They're looking for producers. They're looking for show coordinators, script writers, so on and so forth. Well, if you know you're serious about this, apply for those type of things and take it beyond just this hobby into your actual career. If you know this is what you really want and it can allow you to utilize your show to be able to kind of either sell it to a MailChimp or even kind of produce for yourself to say, hey, I would like to be a host for your show, but still have my own show on the side if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. So I think it's all about like looking at it the same way we look at when we're going for any job. If you wanted to be the director at some firm, you would have gone ahead and make sure that you had a clean resume that showed your upward uh, mobility to be able to qualify for that job. Same thing with podcasting, create that same portfolio and make sure you keep it abreast.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So kind of on on the same, along the same lines of that, because I know that for Shelby and I, when we first started our brand, we did not start with a podcast that came along maybe two years down the line. So how can podcasters use podcasting as another avenue to actually build more brand credibility?
2: So it's twofold. So when you're looking at like, so for example, you guys started off as bloggers. Yeah. And you went from the blogging space over to podcasting. And I think that's a really great idea. And I think it's very smart. Um, I also think because there's a lot of people who go from blogging to podcasting, but they completely get rid of their blog. I would never recommend that. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I tell people all the time, like one of our biggest traffic to our website is our blog. But we're a podcast company. Yeah. And so that says a lot because people like search engine optimization right now with like Google and all these other things is still so heavy on words. And hopefully yeah. in time they'll kind of transition over to seeing where podcasting is very viable but as you make those type of switches it one allows you to tap into your existing audience mm-hmm. but two it helps you to kind of reach a bigger audience cuz you have some people who they're not keen on reading i know yeah. some people who listen to yeah. podcasts that have never read a blog Never. Yeah. Or they don't know they've read a blog because my mother swears, no, I read an article. I'm like, mom, it was a blog. It was an (laughs) article. I'm like, okay, if that's what we're calling it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just one of those things. It allows for you to expand your brand and then it also helps with your reach. And so if you're looking for like sponsorship, if you're looking to monetize, it gives you that opportunity to kind of combine those two data together to say, this is my full reach of the audience that I'm able to get to. Mm -hmm. And it helps you, um, it helps you have a stronger brand overall, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so I tell people if if I'm blogging about, let's say I'm blogging about, I don't know, food, if I'm blogging about food or, um, one big blog that I actually, um, read all the time is around accounting. So I'm always looking at different like tax and accounting stuff because as I'm growing Black Paw Collective, I want to make sure like I'm doing this right. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. one thing I noticed, the one that I actually kind of go back to all the time is because she also has a podcast where she shares little tidbits. Mm -hmm. And in your blog, you're usually kind of talking about whatever the story is. Whereas in your podcast, you can have these five to six minute episodes even where you're able to share little tidbits in that specific arena that lets your audience know that, okay, wait, you actually really know what you're talking about because I'm listening. I'm hearing you speak about it. You sound certain of yourself versus in blogging. I won't say there's not credibility, but we know you have a lot of time to like look into it, research, so on and so forth, which you can do the same thing with podcasting, but Mm -hmm. I can actually hear you. I hear like, okay, wait, you actually know your stuff.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so, so true. Um, So what would you say in addition to blogging and different things like that, what are ways that podcasting can expand like a person's brand or overall reach?
2: Um, So same notion, because of the fact that you are tapping into a new audience, you're expanding that reach. And so you are tapping into those people who may have never really um, looked at blogs. And then especially in this day and age with smart speakers, commute times, all of these things where people cannot, well, I shouldn't say cannot, should not be reading as they drive um, Mm -hmm. or commuting or as you're cooking. Podcasting is actually considered like a companion tool. Most times when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm doing something else. And studies are showing more and more people, that's how they consume information. Most times, even when we're watching television, we're not just solely watching television. We're usually on social media, reading something, getting ready for the next day, ironing clothes, all of these things. Blogging doesn't really allow for that. Whereas podcasting opens you up to a whole new set of people who have that ability to include you in their daily routine, which is why I always tell people, be consistent. Because I know for me, I listen to my favorite podcast when I'm cooking. Well, if I... Go to cook and I can't find you. I'm like, Ugh. well, now yeah. you've pushed me to somebody else, and now I'm yeah. somebody else's listener because you were not consistent.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, so that's a great point. We yeah. found that to be true with us too. Um, yeah, because like I said, as we launched the podcast later, we actually had a different avenue with uh, a YouTube channel. But we found that our niche, like you were mentioning earlier, was more so of the podcast, and so I think that that has for us to be able to find our niche. It's been really fun, but yeah. we also are learning so many tools right now from you on how we could actually push this further um, for our, our overall reach. Like you were saying,
1: were you saying, Shelby? No, I was just gonna pretty much say exactly what you just said, but you
2: okay? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you guys so- got twin energy going on.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <You do. laughs>
0: So, Anna, what's one of the biggest misconceptions um, about making podcasting an actual career? What would you say?
2: Um, it's twofold. One, a lot of people think it's really easy. Oh my um, God. All you need is a mic and a computer, and, and you don't is- need anything else. Like, your, sure. your, your <laughs> Blue Yeti is going to take you far. That's all you need. <laughs> you, Blue Yeti, your laptop and some headphones, you are a podcaster. Do nothing else. Mic drop, walk away um and so that's like the biggest thing like whenever I tell people like I help people produce podcasts and I do podcast consultations yeah they look at me like people need consultations for that like you 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 help people hook their mic to the computer I'm like oh that's that's what I do of course yes that is it you are correct um people pay me just to show up and do that one thing um and so it's like it's one of those things where it's like helping people understand that Now, granted, if this is, I always tell people like, I've heard of this new sector of podcasting where it's kind of like an online diary. I'm literally just learning about this all of in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, An online diary where people are not really, they don't really care if anybody listens. It's just their opportunity to kind of release and -hmm. like get this off of their chest. So a friend of mine who Mm -hmm. she's in, um, she's a therapist. Mm -hmm. She said it's something that she actually like recommends for some of her clients to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's just something where they are able to release it, um, put it out there so that that way it's out in the atmosphere, but it's not necessarily for like public consumption. Like if people listen to it, great. If not they don't really care. Yeah. If that's yeah. what you're doing, yes, of course, a mic, headphones and a computer that's all you need. Yeah. But in reality, if you actually want people to listen to your podcast, yeah. you have to be a marketer, a promoter, a brand okay. specialist, okay. you have to understand um, social media analytics, you have to understand sound quality and how to properly position yourself. You have to understand your audience. Like there's so many things in podcasting. So as soon as you say I'm yeah. a podcaster, I always ask people, "Which element are you? Yeah. Are you the branding person on the team? Yeah. Are you the producer, so on and so forth? because we wear so many hats. And so I think that's the big piece of trying to get people to understand is that podcasting, especially if you're a solo podcaster and you're doing really well by yourself, I have to give hats off to those people because it's like, you are a one man show that is literally doing all elements of television production is what I always try to like equate it to because people understand how many roles go into television production. Yeah. There's the script writers, which is in the equivalent to us doing an outline before our shows or doing a little bit of research of who you're speaking with as your guest. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's your sound person, which is what we're doing when we're editing and picking up the music that goes with the moment.
0: Yeah.
2: All of these things are things that the general public does not understand. And yeah. those aspiring podcasters or those just jumping into the field usually just aren't aware about.
1: Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like, I'm so glad that you like gave that description because I'm going to be honest, when me and Erica first started our podcast, and correct me if I'm wrong, friend, we knew it would be difficult. <laughs> but we really, I don't think we really understood how much went into it until we started you know, doing everything, because, like, we literally are, like, a two-person team, we do everything ourselves, we are the sound, we are the marketing, we are the podcasters, we are the brand, we are the outreach team, we mm-hmm. are everything, and I think, just kind of going off of what you're saying, like, it's a great, if your heart's in the right place, and it's genuine, and you have something to say, like, it's a great avenue to be in, but you just can't be in it to be in it, because if you're just in it to be in it, you'll get burnt out, literally, literally, So quickly. So, with that said, so with being a podcaster and different things like that, what is a really good way to build like a genuine online community, like people that really rock with you, people that, you know, share your podcast and different things like that? What would you suggest?
2: Um, With that, I would honestly say create that same community feeling. So, yeah, I always tell people how i look at it like it works so i i've been a manager for years within healthcare and how i've looked at community building is looking at what i've always wanted from a leader
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then what my team has always wanted from me as and yeah. what my peers have always wanted from me the reason i say that is because uh, I like using analogies because it kind of makes things like click for people. Yeah. yeah. Your leader, you want your leader at work to value you. You want yeah. them to praise you. Like as much as we say like, oh, I don't need that. I'm just here for my paycheck. That's not true. No, we like you to be <laughs> You know, <laughs> we like to feel like, okay, I, I stayed late. I got this project done. I want you to acknowledge me. I want yes. to feel like You don't even have to give me more money. But if you just said, Good job, I recognize that. It's like, well, you don't say, Yeah, I (laughs) did. I guess I did. You know, Mm -hmm. and like you like that feeling. Well, same thing with your audience. If I am tuning in weekend after week after week and I'm supporting and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, I want to feel like I matter. And people like to know, like, what I don't remember the name of the study, but it was talking about people like to hear their name being called out, so like on television or radio, people are excited by that. Oh like yeah. V one hundred and three. Oh, hold on, I'm in Atlanta, Lord. The radio station. <laughs> <laughs> I said it like y'all are, you know, the radio. Station. I do. Ju- I do know what V one hundred
1: and three is in Atlanta. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do. okay, okay.
2: Um, and so the radio <laughs> station, like, if you knew how long people wait just to like give their little, I want to shout out such and such. And they're excited about that. They did not win anything. They did not get anything. Nothing came of that just other than hearing themselves on the radio. And they never actually know when theirs is going to play. It's just like they wait to hear it. And it's like, oh, guys, that's me. Same notion. Yeah. One right? thing I always tell people is do a either a question and answer or do some form of like email us feedback or something like that. And yeah. actually say it, like say their name.
0: This person
2: from such and such platform or whatever Mm -hmm. sent us this question and now we are asking it. One, people love that. But two, it makes them feel like, okay, you actually value me. I sent something in and you took the time to one, read it. Two, you took the time to actually like respond. Another thing I tell people is no matter how busy you are, please engage with your audience so if you notice like this same person is always liking stuff is always commenting on stuff so on and so forth reciprocate that go to their page like those same things oh for sure you know, The same notion and so it's a reciprocal relationship whereas yeah. a lot of people when you're building your audience or building your community It's like, give me, give me, give me. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. And it's like, okay, what am I getting out of this? Like, you want me to spend my good time listening to you. What am I getting? Yeah, right. And we often look at it as podcasters as, well, you're getting my content. Uh, You wanted to put this content out here. I didn't ask you for that you know? And so, so it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, what are you giving your audience? And so I always tell people, ask yourself that every single week, every week, I ask myself that, what are we giving our audience? What am I as an individual doing for my audience? And so for me, I always like, I'll go listen to a podcast or two. And then I'll send an email just saying, Hey, I listened to this episode, really great tidbits, just some little advice here and there. People pay me to do that, but I will do that for free because of the fact that I want people to know, like, yeah, you yeah. follow us, you don't have to. There's so many other platforms you can follow. Yes, you like our stuff, and yeah, so that's what social media is about. But I value you doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what that looks like for your audience and figuring out what they like, how they want to be engaged with, mm-hmm. will take you very far. Um, another thing I would say to that is also figuring out how you can interact with them. So whether that's doing a live or just setting up a, hey, we're going to do a meetup, let's all come together. Like we did our first like virtual meetup, what was that a few weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And we had over 75 people reach out and I was like, I only opened it up for 25. I didn't really think y'all wanted to meet me that bad. I just thought we were just, you know, I I was bored. I thought y'all were bored. (laughs) And it's just one of those things where it's like people... People like human interaction. And though we are in a digital space and podcasting is digital, you have to do a step above all other podcasters by creating that human feeling of like, we are friends and we know each other, and you are supporting me by listening in, by sharing, by downloading, by reviewing. Create those connections because when I feel like I'm connected to you, I'm more inclined to support you.
1: Yeah. And that's so true. I think a lot of times we forget to put like, being social and like social media and different things like that and I even feel like sometimes like um when Eric and I like respond or we message people like people sometimes are like so surprised and I'm like that's just the human natural thing that you know people should do but it just goes to show that a lot of people just are just like me 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 people like they'll just push 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 content out and they forget and sometimes we forget as people that like it's okay to push content out, but we have to be human and, and, and interact and show emotion and just be like a like an online friend and different things like that. I think the main thing, the key word that you said there, Ana, was
0: connection. Yeah. And I think when you make genuine connections with people, that's how you you start to gain traction with building that online community. And one thing I you've dropped a lot of knowledge here in oh, just these sure. like five <laughs> minutes. But <laughs> um let's talk about Black Pod Collective and how that community is really focused towards African Americans. Because so let's let's keep it honest. When we stepped into the podcast world, we didn't really know like, wait, are there black podcasters? Like there's some, like we know of some. Yeah. But tell us about like the educational resources that Black Pod Collective can provide to our community.
2: So, um, one, exactly what you're saying is why I created this organization. Um, I was looking into like, okay, I'm ready to do my podcast, and then I'm like, okay, um, are we not allowed to have a podcast? Wait, hello? <laughs> hello? Wait, I, hello, where's the right? okay apple? all the top people are either famous or they don't look like me. And I'm like, huh, I don't think I'm popular enough to have a podcast. I I don't know, but I'm gonna have my five friends listen to it. I guess that's gonna be it. (laughs) Um, And so it's like, you realize really quickly, like, okay. um, And like, I have a few white girlfriends who are like, why does it have to like, always be a thing about color? I'm like, it's not always about color, but it's just, I want to feel included, you know, like I've gone to like, um, Atlanta has a few podcast meetups and I've gone to a few and I was literally the only black person there. That is uncomfortable. it just, um, not because I think like, and I had to explain, I'm like, I don't think you guys are going to do anything to me. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm not comfortable. I don't feel like my full authentic self when I'm the only one there, you know, like it's just not the same. Yeah, And yes. so I always like to preface it with that because I've had many people ask the question of, well, why black? Well, one, I'm black. So, you know, that's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is just, you want to feel like your full self. And I think our struggles are different. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've, I've listened to a few podcasters who are Caucasian, Asian, so on and so forth, talk about how they've gone about monetization. And I'm like, I don't have access to that. I yes. I it's work the same way for me. Yeah. And I think it's important for us as a community to be able to come together, but we literally, we offer a lot of educational resources. And it's like one of the things that I you can see, I got excited. It's one of the things I get excited about because I tell people this all the time. We were able, we're only able to offer the educational resources because of the community that we've created and people and other podcasters believing in this brand. So we currently have a blog. Um, we have one, two, three, four, five. We have five podcasters who, no, no, four podcasters. One person's not a podcast. She's just a avid listener, um, who write for our blog. And how how that team even came to be were just people who I reached out to who consistently interacted with us, Mm -hmm. who were also bloggers. And I reached out to them to say, hey, would you be interested in writing for this blog and providing educational information? So as a team, you know, everybody submits stories of things that they think would be helpful because they've been there. Yeah. Um, They started off as bloggers or they were transitioning so like the person who writes for aspiring podcasters she's an aspiring podcaster yeah the person who writes for beginners she just started her podcast so she's able to talk about what happened in those first few months then we have somebody who she herself is a podcast producer Um, she's a sound engineer she's a virtual assistant for podcasters yeah. So she's able to write about a lot of these tools that she utilizes whenever she's editing other people's. She's able to talk about some of these like softwares and these apps and these new things that come out there because of the fact that she utilizes them. Yeah. And so we have a really great team of people who are writing consistently, literally every week on Mondays and Wednesdays, we have new stories that are going out there. And that's been since August of last year. Um, And so it's just one of those things where it's like, These are people who are within our community who believe that we deserve access to this information and they're helping our community get that access. Oh, for sure. So that's one element. Um, Another thing that we do is we're starting to roll out workshops. I'm a firm believer. Like I was like, you'll see that you rarely see me on our feed. You'll rarely see me at all, actually. Um, And I say that because of the fact that I did not create Black Pod Collective for me. I created it for the community. Yeah. And so I'm not a believer that I know all things, <laughs> not even close. Um <laughs> whereas I think there's so many people within our community that know so much. Yeah. So we're launching workshops and they're going to be virtual at first we said they were going to be in person but we've decided to reach a larger audience we're going to make them virtual. So reaching out to people in our community who are marketing specialists like they do this for a living like this is their thing. Yeah. People are branding. Um, Those who work on helping big brands get sponsorship, talk to us about how we can get sponsorship. Yeah. So workshops is the next element. And then the last thing, which is um, the one that took me the longest to like say yes to, is we are launching a podcast for podcasters. Um, Season one is going to be launching, I feel like I somehow always forget this. I always say April 30th and then my team is like, "No, it's not the 30th." I'm like, "What?" The um, April 29th. And I'm like, "I'm not that far off." They're like, "It's still not right though." I'm like, oh, "Okay, I guess." Um, so it's on April 29th. We're launching a podcast for podcasters. It is not a traditional podcast in that we will not have a host. There's not going to be like somebody from our team that's hosting this cuz I I'm not we're not interviewing anybody. Instead, yeah. so it's different people within our community. Um, who are podcasters themselves, who will be talking about, you know, we have an episode on social media. We have an episode on growing your audience. Mm -hmm. We have an episode on legalities, like how to protect yourself. Like if you're looking at, you know, like, is there a release form? Like prime example, anyone I talk to, so this is free knowledge for anyone. Whenever you have a guest on your show, you should always send them a release form because let's say you decide to make money off of this episode down the line. In the future, because that's another thing. You may not have a sponsor today, but you can say to a sponsor in the future, hey, I will even give you access to like some of our top downloaded episodes and we will plug you into those episodes and then re release it. That's access for them because if people are still continuously do- downloading that episode, that's right. access and that's numbers right there. Well, if you then plug that in, what if somebody who you did interview comes back to say, hey, I see you're making money, you have a sponsor. I would like to be paid. This is my information that I shared. Yeah. You always, okay. always have guests sign a release form. These are yeah. things that a lot of podcasters just don't think about. Yeah. And so that's why we're gonna have somebody who she's a lawyer and she works with podcasters, bloggers, social mm-hmm. influencers through these type of processes. And they're gonna really be talking about one, like the top three mistakes most podcasters make and then advice to help us set ourselves up in the appropriate way going forward. Yeah. So like season one is all about like those who are starting, those who are aspiring. Um, I say it's even great for those who are already podcasters because that way, like I've I've been editing those episodes and I've been listening to some stuff and I'm like, oh, mm, this is good. This is good stuff right here. I'm like, oh, about that? I'm like okay, come on. Um, I have had to stop myself a few times creating a, a social media post. I'm like, I'm gonna post about this. I'm like, uh-uh, don't do that. You haven't launched it yet. Like just save the information. This is not yours. Um, but this is important because the fact that I want to make sure we start off in the right foot. And so I'm really, really excited about this podcast because I feel like it's, it's going to level the playing field for things that I think we sometimes just don't think about. And so I've really enjoyed producing this, editing it, all of those things, but I'm, I'm excited for the lineup of people who are going to be sharing with our community.
1: That's amazing. Like, just mm-hmm. to be able to create a community like you created, and then to offer, you know, people the resources with seminars and virtual workshops and different things like that. Like that's gonna be like a huge, like game changer. Game, I cannot say game changer <laughs> for you know black podcasts and black creators and different things like that. So just kind of piggybacking off what you just, all the gems that you just dropped. Um, you do have a podcast directory um, so what are the benefits to becoming a member of um, bp BPC's podcast directory and what type of membership do you offer and how can people sign up if they want to be a part of it
2: okay so first question was what are the <laughs> sorry okay so what
1: so what are the <laughs> what are the benefits to joining the directory
2: okay so benefits is um, have you ever or it this is just me, because I'm kind of like a podcast nerd. Um, but have you ever been like, you know what, I have some free time. And you know, um, my pod, like my favorite podcast is on a seasonal break. And I want to find a new podcast to listen to.
1: Yes. Well, uh, this so
2: Exactly. So yes. this provides you with an avenue to support our own community. You know, yeah. um, I am not against listening to white podcasts, listen to Asian podcasts or anything like that. Yeah. But I do believe in supporting our own first. Oh, for sure. so, This allows you to be able to have a centralized place to find podcast one. Two, our website currently gets a little bit over 2,000 visits a month. With that in mind, as people are visiting our website, you know, one, that they're interested in podcasting. So you already know. Target audiences here. Yeah, and so yeah, as they're visiting our website, they're also visiting you. So I look at it as collective advertising because as we promote ourselves, we are promoting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, and so I've been saying once we reach up to 50 members, we're going to um, start launching video promotions, those type of things. Well, then Corona happened and it's like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> we can't um, videotape just yet. <laughs> So right. <laughs> um, like we literally had a video shoot scheduled for April 19th. And then it's like the place we had scheduled the videographer, yeah. the photographer. I was like, oh, I, know it. I <laughs> um, it was like, I'm going back on the word. I told these people. I was like, okay, we'll yes. Um, But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I believe in pivoting. So I actually believe that what we've, what we're thinking of doing instead will work really well. Um, And this is where, our members will promote each other. So something has been like playing over. I'm one of those people who like, I'm I'm that person, like deep in the night is when my thoughts come to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Or like,
2: I I like going to the park for a walk and like kind of in silence and just like thinking through my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that came to me is we're always talking about going to companies to sponsor us, but why don't we start sponsoring ourselves first? So If we know that companies look at downloads and they look at your numbers, why don't we start off sponsoring ourselves and then we can make money. What I mean by that is something we're looking at launching is where our members will sponsor each other. So if you are a member of Black Pod Collective, we will pick a podcast that month. Everybody like, or we'll probably do it on a weekly basis, but every member will then that week on their episode, Say this episode is sponsored by X, Y, and Z podcast. That means 50 podcasts will be talking about one podcast in the same week. That gives them access to a new audience who will hopefully then go over and listen. And then it increases numbers. Yeah. Along with that, we're looking at rolling out where each member each week or each month, uh, probably each week, will all pick a member that we were going to um, promote on our social. And so we actually started that last week, which is called Member Mondays, but where every member will also promote them on their social and every member will also go and listen to their podcast, share their podcast, as well as review it. And so as we know with Apple, your, um, your discoverability is based off of like reviews and like how many times people are downloading it. Well, if we have 50 people, which hopefully as we grow in numbers, we're going to go from 50 to 100 to 200. That's all these people supporting each other, backing each other. That's 200 listens you're getting on a weekly basis just because of the fact that you're a part of the collective. And so for me, a collective and the reason like people always ask, are you guys a network? No, we're not a network because of the fact that we don't, we don't have any podcasts under us. But we are a collective because the thought is we work together. And I'm doing this like the people on the microphone can see me. But you know, um, <laughs> we, can, we can see you. <laughs> but we work together so that that way we're able to lift and rise together yeah. and make it to new heights. Yeah. And so that's one of the big things of joining the directory. And that's just for what five dollars a month, <laughs> you know. So just right off the gate for five dollars a month. And if you sign up for like one whole year, you get one month for free. So that's fifty five dollars a year you're able to get a group of people together who are going to help promote you. Um, As we release video marketing, what that's looking like is we're going to be working with different platforms to have this video out there and in hopes that their audience will go to our website, which will mean that they will then see your um, podcast in the directory um so that's one of the big things is being a part of this gives you access to a larger audience Um, it gives you access to a community and we're going to be releasing like we have member um communication where it's like certain things is just for our members and um like you know we sometimes have people who reach out to us so we're starting to see where brands are reaching out to us to say hey we're wanting to sponsor a podcast that you know, it's an African-American woman where she wears her hair in a natural state because our products is for natural hair. Mm
1: -hmm. And we're
2: looking at giving $2,000 for a um, five episodes. Okay. Well, let's see who within our members fits that guideline so that that way we can pair you up. Um, We're hoping that down the line, we'll see more of that because we're not currently like I want to make sure I'm clear right now we are not pitching to brands for anyone, but we have had a few brands reach out to us and we just kind of make that connection.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And so those are the type of things that I look at is oftentimes a lot of these um, large conferences, they often say they just don't know how to find you guys. Okay, well, we've now created a collective and we should be easy to find now because we are lifting together.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: So how can people actually sign up to be, to select one of these membership uh, groups?
2: So um, we actually have two tiers of membership. One is just the directory. The second tier is our access membership. And with access membership, it gives you access to um, discounts. So prime example, we negotiated with Podfest that just took place in Orlando for our members to get 50% off two tickets. So that brought tickets down for like from like almost like it was like $3.99 to like one something. Um, so that's one big thing that we do. Um, we also work with the different studios. So we look at where most of our members are and we try to negotiate with various studios. Mm-hmm. So like here in Atlanta, we have a few studios that give discounts to not only their studio itself, but also their sound engineering services. And then we also offer uh, editing and sound engineering services. So we'll also give you discounts to that based off of that next tier of membership. And that's just $12 a month. And our other one is more so for those who offer services to podcasters. So, so we have a <laughs> business directory. And so in essence, you know podcasters are coming to our website and so through our business directory you have the ability to market your services and your business to our audience and so that's $10 a month I feel like I said that wrong <laughs> Yeah that's $10 a month and so um, all of that can be done directly from our website which is www.black which is b l k p o d so blackpod collective.com. And when you get there, you'll see membership and select sign up and it'll allow you to sign up. Um, and another thing we're launching is for anyone who has like a virtual event or a live event will allow for you to market your, so we'll market your events on our website. So it'll be a member's um, event calendar
1: mm-hmm. under
2: our event section so that that way you have an opportunity to kind of reach your audience where they're at.
0: That is so amazing, Anna. Like, I hope y'all are taking notes out there because I'm over here taking notes on my little pad for, no, for real, Shelby and I. Um, and I'm actually really excited about those virtual work workshops that you mentioned earlier. Um, let people know. I know you mentioned the website, but let people know how they can co- get in contact with you, Anna, or if you just want to mention your social media for Black Pod Collective.
2: Yeah, I'm like never on my own personal social media. I, mean, I have Like. <laughs> 10 photos on there and it's like random things that's like up my nose. But anyway, um on our our social media is really black pod collective. Um and that's for Instagram, that's also for Facebook. We have a private Facebook group. Um so feel free to join there and it's black, which is B L K and then Pod P-O-D, and then collective. The same thing for our website. Um Twitter is B-L-K Pod. They would not let me type the whole thing. <laughs> I said it was too long. Um, I am really on there, so I serve as our social media person, as well as I produce shows, as well as
1: yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You' busy, busy. Okay. So,
0: so all of Anna's contact info will be listed in this episode's description. So, yes. thank you so much for joining us today, Anna. Like I say, you have dropped so many gems, knowledge. Like this was great. Like you really gave us the meat of what everything that we've been looking for. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today.
2: No problem. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope you guys feel free to join the collective. We look forward to welcoming you. Um, Hopefully you guys listen to the podcast when it launches. Of course. But either way, we um, will still support each other. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, ladies.